Hi guys, it's R.C. Murphy here for uh, Professional Bitching. I almost forgot the name of my own show. It's been a really long time since I've had time to record. Um, basically, what happened is child. I have <laughs> I have a kid, and um, as happens with 11-year-old boys, sometimes they just don't stop talking. So there was never any quiet moments for me to do this other than in the middle of the night. And considering um, the fact that for some strange reason I've been waking up at 4 a.m. for no reason, yeah, no, I wasn't staying up past 9 for anything, not even recording. So, um, this is a very, very overdue uh, professional bitching about yoga hosers, which was my birthday present to myself this year. Um... I was feeling kind of puny, and I realized that Kevin Smith was doing a screening up in San Jose, which is, you know, not that far from here. It's a kind of inexpensive bus ticket. I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll go. So I made a trip of it, dragged my family along on what I was calling my stoner adventure, but it was the most boring stoner adventure ever, and the most adventurous we got was going through a supposedly haunted house and then uh, I had donuts instead of cake for my birthday. So, you know, whatever. But it was an adventure for me, goddammit. And the adventure really started when we got to the San Jose Improv and the projector or something would not acknowledge the copy of the movie that they had brought for us to watch. So normally what would happen is Kevin Smith would go up on stage and he has, you know, a half hour, 45 minute uh, prelude to the movie where, you know, he lays down how it all came together and all that stuff. Well, we had essentially a, I think it was close to two hour introduction to the movie where his team frantically scurried to find a way to make the movie work and um, jumping slightly ahead they got it to work for half a second but the version they had downloaded the audio and video didn't sync so Kevin had to come back out and that was you know I think about 90 minutes in was when they tried to show us the film (laughs) failed so he came back and talked some more I was also sitting with the world's angriest fat woman because the wait staff and the food service was incredibly slow. By no fault of Smith and his people, I just don't think they had anticipated a full house for the event, which is kind of sad because everyone keeps underestimating Kevin Smith's appeal. And guys, he has a fan base. And you know what? We don't give a shit what he makes as long as he keeps making what makes him happy. Seeing that happy fat man makes my day a little better. Guys, I spent 15 minutes this morning watching the guy feed his goddamn dogs because he is just genuinely enjoying life. He's at a stage in his life where he can't, he doesn't give a shit and he doesn't have to give a shit. And I really admire him for that. I want to be there. But until, you know, I can make things happen for myself, I'm 
stuck at a slightly angry place, which just works for me. I want to be where Smith is. So, you know, I'm going to keep watching what he's doing just to see, you know, this guy's doing crap that no one wants to see, yet he's got two shows on AMC. He's doing something right. But anyway, back to the film. So, um, I have notes, guys, which I took a really long time ago. Like, I think the day after I got back from my trip, and I haven't read them since, I saw this film in July. <laughs> I still remember it. It's a fun film. You know, he, he made no bones about it in the introduction. It's a rubber monster movie it, set in Canada with two teen girls. What if anyone was expecting Hamlet to come out of this? They're sorely mistaken. It is literally Kevin Smith in a rubber sausage suit running around on a green screen while his daughter and her friend try to kill him. For the most part, there are some really really amusing twists and turns in the story and it's pretty simplistic but that's kind of the glory of these kinds of movies i enjoy shit like this i mean for fuck's sake um blade kaufman kaufman and trauma and those kinds of movies they're my bread and butter that's what i grew up on so going and supporting Smith for making ridiculous rubber monster movies. I still haven't seen Tusk, Tusk though, and I feel bad. Um, it's just simply because I never had the opportunity to find a copy and or go to a screening, which really sucks because I liked the experience of sitting and listening to him talk endlessly. Um, the only problem being that the people at my table were just angry and bitter and were really just there for the movie. They didn't give a shit about Kevin Smith. I don't know what they thought they were getting into when they bought tickets for his screening. But when you go to a Kevin Smith screening, like, a blink is whatever you're supposed to be watching. And the rest of the time, he's telling, you know, pussy jokes. I don't know. It's... It's this magical thing that happens at Kevin Smith's things. Um, I will note that the entire audience was pretty into the film. Um, a lot of the, the joke beats hit really hard. It, um, I never saw it. I didn't see anyone in the audience actively angry that they had seen a Kevin Smith film and it was just as ridiculous as we all should have known it was going to be going into it. Um, Smith isn't a bit isn't big on hiding what he's doing in his films. We all knew this was going to be really, really, really sophomoric, and it is. But it's shot beautifully. There are some weird things that go on with the computer graphics that I couldn't figure out what it was at first, um, because the budget only allowed for certain quality of graphics and they did what they could they did brilliantly with what they had but there are things like you know when your your little evil things are full of sauerkraut and you want them to explode sauerkraut when you do that digitally it looks like confetti and you you lose part of the audience for a second going why are they 
full of confetti. It's not confetti. It's sauerkraut. <laughs> okay, then. Um, these are the details that you only li- hear when you're sitting in the audience, though. If I had seen that on you know, my TV screen at home, while admittedly I have a, you know, really high-def TV and I am blind, so I sit pretty freaking close to it, but um, I don't think it still would have translated to the small screen from the big screen on that one. It's just ridiculous. Um, But, you know, Like I said, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I had no delusions going in. The main reason I was there, though, was to listen to Kevin Smith. Um, I've discovered over the last four or five years that listening to Kevin talk about the creative process and the act of being a creator is really inspiring for a someone who's really fucking lazy i am guys i am so lazy i lost three hours today doing nothing i think i ended up sitting and listening to the stranger things soundtrack (laughs) and staring at a wall actually i was technically i was writing technically but i didn't make any physical progress on anything and it drives me insane and I do this a lot so I do things like I'll take an afternoon and I'll listen to one of Kevin Smith's podcasts or one of his um, Q&A's that he did he recorded uh, some of them have been on Netflix I don't know if they are anymore probably not um, but just so my main focus for giving myself this trip as a birthday present was to listen to Kevin and find my creativity again because guys if you've been watching my um progress as an author there is none i've been at a standstill and while i've been working on stuff for zombie survival crew it's been the same old same old until around the time that i took this trip and i mixed it up because i went okay there's gotta be something else i can do and it was you know just someone kicking me in the ass and saying, you want to do the thing, do it. Sometimes, you know, I'm too goddamn dumb to say that to myself. And other times I say it to myself and I still stare at a wall for three hours. It happens. You know, so um the the other thing is um, listening to Smith talk is really good laughter therapy. Um, And that's, I don't laugh enough in my life. I really don't because I'm alone and, you know, in my head isn't sunshine and rainbows. It's 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 pretty dark and gritty and blood-soaked um, often, but that's, you know, just the nature of who I am. So, without a lot of outside influences in my life other than the internet and you know guys I really don't like the internet right now because you know the world's fucking nuts and if I didn't have to use the internet for work I probably would have moved to a cabin up by a lake and ignored everyone for at least another three years I'm so done with it um but so I needed a good laugh and I got you know 
hours and hours of laughter the entire time that there was something up to entertain us because the first portion of the evening was us staring at an empty stage wondering if our food was going to arrive at any point because I thought the woman across from me was going to gnaw on my leg um not in any sexy manner whatsoever because oh my god no she was not my type and she had her husband with her um Oh, that was a bad thought. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, um, my favorite portions of the evening were honestly listening to Kevin Smith do pretty much the same thing my brain's been doing for a while, um, regarding, uh, ZSC entertainment stuff. And, you know, Kevin had always seen Johnny Depp, who, who's a daughter goes to school with um, Harley Quinn Smith's daughter. And so, for a while now, he's been trying to get over the fact that movie star Depp is dad Depp. (laughs) And he still really never gets it in his head. Um, But because these two ended up bonding over their kids first, they have a really strange relationship and that boils down to Depp's character in Tusk and Yoga Hosers. The character does come back, much to a lot of people's chagrin because I will admit that character's voice is f***ing obnoxious. I don't know why I just censored myself. Um, But it's so obnoxious. But you can just kind of see the Loki-ish delight in Depp's eyes as he's speaking and his daughter is not even trying to act like she's not cringing at the voice. It's great. Not to mention, Depp and his makeup artist did the um, character design for this guy, right? Look at the guy's nose. There's an itty bitty piss hole. These are the details that crazy people put in movies. And it wasn't even a Smith call. That was all Depp. Because Depp goes, Smith is the kind of guy that would appreciate my nose having a dick hole. I'm I'm sure because he seemed utterly delighted by it when he was retelling the story at the screening. Um, I have notes. I can't read my notes because they're in cursive and I'm honestly too mentally frazzled to read them because I've been, uh, I've been working my ass off and I can't do words anymore. I can't. So I am going to say goodbye. Um, if you get a chance, go see Yoga Hosers. Don't be a fucking dick. Don't listen to the critics. Critics are bullshit. Smith's been saying that for a while. I am a goddamn critic. But you know what? I also know when to just sit down, shut up, and enjoy something for the fact that someone decided to make this thing. And it's so ridiculous. That's why the Sharknado movies and all the stuff that the Asylum people put out is so brilliant. Because they don't give a crap they're making the weird things that they dream up a reality and that should be celebrated you don't like it don't fucking watch it but give it a try if it's something that that you think you might get a giggle at then go and giggle no one's gonna judge you and if they do fuck them 
What does their opinion matter? All right. I'll catch you guys on the flip side.